1: This episode is brought to you by Phone Loops. Please visit phoneloops.com to check out all of their cool products. Phone Loops is a secure one-handed phone grip for your mobile device. I've been using it for a few weeks now, and I totally love it, and I can't live without it at this point. It's a really clever way to make sure that you're holding on to your phone and you don't just toss it out of your hand like I often do. Once again, visit phoneloops.com. And they were nice enough to give my audience a 50% off on every other loop and free shipping from Three Loops. Once again, phoneloops.com. Okay, now on to today's episode. This episode is with Bill Terrell from Toontrack. I met Bill a few months back at the URM Summit. Then I was lucky enough to find some time in his busy schedule to sit down with him at Nam. Bill's the vice president and sales of marketing for TuneTrack. For those of you who don't know, TuneTrack is a leading developer of music-making software for songwriters and musicians, as well as home to the world's most successful drum samplers, easy drummer, superior drummer, etc. on and on and on. Please check out TuneTrack right away and enjoy this episode with Bill Terrell. Welcome back to the Stateside Podcast. Uh, we are here at the Nam Show uh, once again. Uh, excuse the noise. We're actually in a hotel lobby. Is that what you'd call it?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. It's almost like a cafeteria. But it's very nice. It is very nice. Um, so if you hear Whitney Houston or Paula Abdul or whatever eighties pop music is going on, that's why. Um, today, uh, the 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 guest on the show is Bill Terrell got... T- Terrell. Terrell, sorry. Bill oh. Terrell of TuneTrack. Yes. And uh, welcome to the show. Thank Appreciate you. Thank it. you yep. for having me. So for people listening, um, just so you know, our audience is people just like us, music industry folks, people from labels, artist managers, but mostly people in bands and music producers. Yeah. Mix engineers, audio engineers. Um, for those small amount of people that don't know what TuneTrack is, can you give the, the quick
0: yeah I mean we're a uh, software company that uh, specializes in music production tools uh, flagship is uh, superior drummer three yep um, we also have a whole host of you know a line of uh, keyboards with easy keys and mix uh, plugins with uh, easy mix and um, you know we have easy drummer as well which seems to be the the largest of, of all of them whereas that would be my guess
1: yeah, yeah I was going to ask you that yep. um, and how long has two track been around 1999 we just started oh, yeah last year was our well, 20 year as a plug-in company there as, wasn't a different model no, of a company no we no. we
0: um, cuz
1: that's a long i mean the internet was there was, was no very real even. pivot
0: uh wow. it was two two basically two guys two three guys who you know one matthias needed um, drum samples for a video game yeah. and Frederick Dordendale needed drum samples for muchuga Oh. yeah and so they damn. Um, they created drum kit from hell. Um, and it, it that's how it started. That was yeah. In 1999. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or I th- mean, actually I should say it, it turned into drum kit from hell.
1: So the, but the product was always via the internet, right? I mean, that's how people yeah, got the yeah, product. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there wasn't a, a, a hardware thing you sent to someone.
0: Well, no, it was discs. Oh, it was, yeah, oh wow. Yeah, so yeah. It was. And it, and it started at from, there's a funny story. It started where. You know, they had the drum samples and they had printed them, like burned them. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, some people don't know mm-hmm. what that is anymore, but they'd burned them onto a disc and sent them to the people at Sound on Sound. And um, it was the first multi-sample library of its kind. Oh, okay. And they, you know, gave it a great review and that's, that's kind of the flame or the match that, yeah. that is now to track.
1: Interesting. That's so, it's, I think of internet businesses back, trying to do anything back in that time. Yeah as like how, how did how did they even do it?
0: Yeah it was like basically you know you're on horse and buggy yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to where it's at now. Oh yeah
1: one hundred percent. Um how many how many users roughly do you think you guys have? I mean how many customers actually exist?
0: Um I mean it's the user base is growing to over a hundred thousand um and that changes. Right. You know we're growing with superior with the launch, Superior Drummer 3, and we have Easy Bass coming out in May. Um, it's just continuing to grow. Yeah. And, and what's your background? How'd you get into doing this? Okay, so basically I was a music guy. I was in a band, bands anywhere from, as a bass player, from... Yeah, that guy out in the lobby. Asked you, Are you still playing? And yeah, I, I yeah, had no yeah. idea. I figured
1: everyone that comes from a band. I do too. Yeah, and everyone uh, eventually leads back to being a, a player. Well,
0: we we had we we've done work with Devin Thompson, who we ran into in the lobby, and he, um, you know, I was basically his tech while we were doing stuff with him. So oh, okay. that's that's all he knows. But the gotcha. We we had done a video with him, and uh, yeah, started as a bass player in in bands. Um, you know, my early twenties, and then it got to a point where. You know, I needed to really kind of reevaluate my career and what I wanted to do. And, and so I actually started working at GC mm. just as a sales guy. And then, yep. and then that became, um, you know, sales manager. And then I ran several stores, uh, and then I became a DDM product specialist. Um, so I was more on the product side of things. Um, oh, okay. And then that morphed into, uh, an opportunity knowing someone, um, at, at track, uh, Rick uh, who the both of us had worked together at Guitar Center. Um, he was out in Chicago? Yeah. He was, um, he was working with them and they, they needed someone to focus uh, on retail sales. And so that's how it started. Now, gotcha. it's, it's been 10 years and it has definitely morphed into... 10 years? Yeah. Oh, the, April will be 10 wow. years. Yep. Congrats. It's a wild ride.
1: Yeah. And especially in anything music industry related whatsoever... To be at one place for 10 years is almost unheard of.
0: Yeah. Uh, very, very lucky. Um, yeah. To not only be with a great company, but it, it makes things way better when uh, they make a great product. Well, I was
1: going to say, anytime I say something about, hey, I'm talking to Bill from TuneTrack, or hey, this might happen with guy from TuneTrack. Yeah. Everyone everyone's super excited. Yeah. Because Toontrack is, it it is a good brand name that if you're remotely involved in production or mixing, then you know about Toontrack. Yeah. And you you want something to do with it.
0: Yeah, we we have a great product and we have an even more amazing team. And I think that's been a huge contribution to the success of Toontrack is the team we grow. It's very family oriented, but, you know, and we build products based on you know, we need them mm-hmm. not on based on commerce. I mean, obviously, you know, we're a sales organization. We sell Need product.
1: them as in what in the market is asking for
0: no, no more, more like somebody at the office needs something for oh. their project and oh, they, right. this is what they develop. Right. I mean, that's essentially how,
1: so, so it's an audio engineer run company. That's yeah, oh the yeah, 100%. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: musicians, everybody's in bands. I mean, there's like 20 bands and you know, people run studios and it's yeah. still a very passion project for everyone.
1: That's awesome. And I, and
0: I think it shows in the product.
1: Yeah, I mean that, that's the way to do it. Because then it's it's super authentic. You can tell that someone is is they created it because they're using it for something that they believe in yep. rather than, hey, let's make a product that we think the market will yeah. digest. Yeah.
0: And, and I think that's where you see a lot of NMI companies, you know, they have success for a couple of years and then they either get bought or well, something yeah, happens. Th-
1: I mean, that's the difference between making, like you said, something that will last for a few years versus a brand, Yeah, an actual brand that has a legacy and people trust.
0: Yeah. And for me, it's great too, because I get to still be in this world. Mm hmm. You know, and I'm I not know. sleeping in a van. Yeah,
1: me too. I mean, that's why I started Stateside. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I want to, I originally was like, do I want to manage artists? No. Yeah. Sure don't. <laughs> sure don't. It's not to say that producers aren't artists in their own way, but they're not performing, touring. You know, they're, they're definitely uh, slightly more put together than Yeah. And, and,
0: and no knock on the, the, the artists, because the touring thing for me, that's, a, that's such a hard. It's grueling you know, your life, uh, you know, I did it for a small stint and your life move. It's one of those things where it's like you stay in the same place and life moves, continues to move on without you.
1: Yeah, uh, that's right. Man, you come back home and every, you're getting married yeah, and buying yeah, houses yeah. and you're like, Oh cool. I'm 29 and I have no money. And
0: yeah, yeah. Well, hope, uh, hope tired of sleeping on floors.
1: Hope, <laughs> yeah. I
0: hope you're not, um, having no money, but, um, it is it's a tough thing so the people who are who are do it i understand how, how tough it is but t- to yeah. be with Tune Track you're still you know i still have one foot firmly cemented in the world i have the luxury of working with artists amazing mm-hmm. people producers engineers so i i see very much the same thing you do because we we work with a lot of producers and engineers i mean i believe musicians buy our stuff uh Probably more than anything, but yep. um, the engineers and producers they use it too. So
1: I was going to ask you: you think musicians, more players, more than producers? Well, we've,
0: we we have two focuses. Um, I mean, making music is obviously the number one focus, but um, there is the songwriting aspect of our products.
1: That makes sense. Like Easy Keys, yes, yeah. Easy
0: Drummer, Easy Keys, easy keys all built yeah. with the the mind of this is a songwriting tool. What, however, we get you to. Create faster, sound great. That's that's what we have in mind. Whereas, mm-hmm. in Superior Drummer, has a lot of those functions in it, but it is a production tool. I gotcha. It is a full blown gotcha. production tool. And, um you know, you hear it today on albums and demos, and it I means used everywhere. So
1: yeah. Uh, so how many Nams have you done? How many times have you been to Nam?
0: This will be my 14th time. What? Yeah, the Four- 14th time? 13th or 14th? Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, God. I've been every year except for one year with TuneTrack and then when so I was with GC as a as a buyer uh, or not a buyer but working for the DDM program I um That's I, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a lot. Yeah, I um I had to go as well. Um so I've seen it and it's definitely had its ups and downs but I think it's stronger now than it's ever been.
1: Is it bigger now than it's ever been? Yes, yeah. People wise. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that. I keep hearing 100,000 throughout the weekend the lady up here at the front desk said 120,000
0: I'd be surprised that seems insane yeah right? I'd be surprised if, I, know, I thought last year someone told me it was like 89,000 but it's probably somewhere
1: still around. I mean Jesus Christ man 10,000 is a lot of people
0: yeah it's, it's a, sake. You know, they've done a good job of uh, believe me in the beginning when there was a lot of people It's felt like a lot of people because like getting into the, it was just a mess you ever yeah. lines everywhere and they've mm. done They've done a, a good job of um, You know of handling the herd as I like to say yeah. it's the much moon. better now than it than it ever has ever. Okay, and I you know That's I good to hear yeah, and I enjoy my favorite part about it is this is talk is seeing people talking mm-hmm. people I mean we're I always like to joke that we don't show at NAMM because we have the internet, um, mm-hmm. but you know there's a lot of software companies here, and, and it's important for us uh, to have some sort of stake here too, and that's, that's why I'm here.
1: Um, if you were to explain the scope of NAMM to someone that has never been here or may, may not even work in music at all, how would you explain that? Because it's, it's tough for me to even wrap my head around it, let alone translate the scope of it to someone.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I think it is it is the mecca center. It's If you're a part of music creation at all, you're at Nam. Right. So, yeah, in any capacity. In any capacity. Yeah. So it,
1: I, I met a guy, not to interrupt you, I met a guy that all they do, he, he, they're from China, he barely spoke English, but all they did was make interesting looking knobs. Yeah. Just different colors, knobs that glow. Yeah fucking purple and red that you can enter th- I'm like well, you you flew from China for that yeah but they had a fucking line around the booth
0: and they're selling they yeah were, and they're they doing and, and, and dealing and that's just it there's a lot of business that you don't see I mean I, I know Nam is, is pretty popular now because um, you know there's artists that, that perform and Stevie you, Wonder yeah Stevie Chris Wonder like, yeah um, uh, animals
1: uh, as leaders. Yeah, uh, yeah they, yeah, they, they put, I,
0: And I didn't know about that. I wish I had seen the video. I I was, I was like, in my oh, hotel. Whatever. Like,
1: yeah. oh, cool. That's happening right now. Right now, Great. literally. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I was so pissed. So there's there's a lot of that, and a lot of people want to see you know their favorite artists or engineers or performers, and you get you get to do that. But there's more business that happens. I'm um, not, so to, to speak on I mean, your knobs guy, he's probably looking for a licensee deal with, with Fender or, or, or a right. guitar manufacturer and that's right. a, that's huge. And yeah, that yeah. affects B2B. the whole Yeah, that affects the whole industry and that's essentially how it started. That's literally what it was. Um yeah, so that's
1: that, a legit trade show.
0: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But now it's more of a I think it's an experience.
1: Yeah, it's definitely an experience. I mean, they're, you know, they make it comfortable too. There's food trucks and little coffee joints throughout the way. You can get a burger. And I mean, there's everything you need. You can show up in the morning and stay all day to yeah, the end.
0: Yeah, 100%. They, they do a good job of facilitating the whole show and making yep. it a great experience. Um, it's a lot of
1: people. Oh, uh, speaking of people that, you know, you didn't know was playing, I went upstairs to the third floor, I think the Fender room. Mm hmm like 304a or whatever the fucking the room was and singer from jimmy world was yeah playing yeah there's a the big crowd around this whole stage we're like what is that and then I'm like oh shit that's yeah jimmy it's, world. it's that's just it's just see random
0: yeah. And, they, yeah and they pop up uh, i can't remember who it was last year but um yeah they, they were just like randomly playing or yeah. you know people walk by you and you're like oh that's that's so-and-so and that's yeah so-and-so. and
1: everyone's kind of on an even playing field i met the singer filter last night yeah just just hanging out by the rupert neve booth and richard patrick from filter walks by i say hi we start talking for 10 minutes yeah
0: super nice guy that is nam
1: the nicest guy ever
0: that yeah that's yeah and no I think,
1: rock star shit, just he was looking at amps just yeah, yeah, hanging out yeah, being a dork
0: the, yeah and that's the best part is that there really isn't i mean you'll get your nikki six walking around or your Ingve Malmsting who has with you the know, entourage yeah, yeah he has his uh, yeah. security crew with him um,
1: I mean to be fair Nikki Six is a legitimate fucking rock star 100% yeah. Yeah. he's gonna yeah. get stopped every two seconds absolutely pictures picture,
0: pictures uh, but besides that I mean you see everyone else and you know I've talked to I've met a lot of people here and um, a big part of my job is the artist relations side mm-hmm. of things we're very artist driven in our products so um, you know, I, have met people and I've talked to them and, and the, the cliche of like, it's switching cards, you know, giving your business card up, but that really happens and that that's, really happens here. It happens here and, and there's a ton of, uh, relationships that kind of grow or get born here. So
1: yeah, so. I, I would say if you're, if you are in the music business in any capacity, even just sort of on the, the sidelines, yeah. try to come at least once
0: You, ha- you every, have to come every year. Everyone just, has to, I think any type of musician. 100% has to experience NAM once mm-hmm. because it's, uh, it is an experience and it's the biggest of its kind. There's music mess in Germany, but that's since become as much smaller. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think it's tough for a lot of these big manufacturers, like let's say Gibson and Fender to, or Pearl Drums to in Germany for Christ's sake. To go to Germany. Um, this
1: is in the entertainment capital of the world. Yeah. yeah 100%. Super
0: easy. And the weather's nice. And the weather's nice.
1: Yeah, and Disneyland's <laughs> right around the corner if you
0: want to. And Disney, if you want to go to Disneyland, it is. Yeah, I can see it from my hotel room.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 one hell of an experience, and the amount of people I've just ran into. I mean, it's just been so beneficial. Like, you know, just meeting people that I kind of like the URM Summit we went to in Vegas. Yeah, and that's where I met you. That that was a similar thing, but one percent of Nam you if, know we're like yeah, hey there's that. like if that yeah 0.5 yeah. yeah you know there's just people I, I knew of and i wanted to talk to but i had never really met in person yep. nam is like that times a thousand yeah i mean you can make a list of people you want to talk to the top youtubers you want to talk yep. to they're all here they're all here yep. every one of them uh the drum companies the the bill from tune track every, all those the dudes, guys they're all here and all the guys are here um and a, a little tip to people because it can be a little overwhelming to get to Nam to, to get a badge, to get actually inside. But I have to tell you that most companies have extra badges. Yeah, You know, that's how I got in. Yeah. And, and by the way, Access Analog got me a badge, they got another guy a badge, and then another guy a badge. Yeah. And I was so thankful for it, it was great, super appreciated. And then a day later, homeboy from Rupert Neve says hey i have 10 extra badges let me know if all of your guys want to come if
0: if you're an exhibitor and actually have a booth of some sort they they're very they're great with the amount of people they they want uh to give badges to Mm -hmm. i mean ultimately nam wants to grow their attendance but still keeping it a trade show
1: yeah because if it's just open to joe smith off the street then it's no longer special
0: no, yeah and, it's, and it's, it's it is very very expensive for uh, an exhibitor like a gibson or i mean w- d- huge amounts of money huge to, to money. be here so yeah. there has to be some form of business that gets done but with that said yep. i've also basically been told that if you want a nam badge they will find a way for you to get one mm-hmm. because they want people to come and, and, and i think that's great too
1: yeah 100 percent. so no, it's great. So um, how often are you traveling? Are you the travel guy for the company? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, I got that impression.
0: Yeah. We're we're a Swedish company. And a big part about my job is uh, business development in any sort, whether it's artist related, whether we're doing a project with a studio. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with travel. And um, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: how often would you?
0: Uh, I would say I'm babies? about a week, a month, maybe less, maybe three. Oh, that's a lot. Three or, that's a lot. Yeah, three or four days a month. Yeah, that's a, a lot. So a you're, on, you're on a plane a lot. Yeah, quite a bit. And it, and it comes in spurts. I mean, we have downtime where I don't do as much traveling. The holidays, you know, sales is obviously the most important thing. So we, we I tend to stay, try mm. to stay grounded during that. I say that, but I was, you know, I was in Vegas and then I was, you know, on the East Coast and, you know, for the URM Summit yeah. and I was all over the place this holiday. Yeah. Um, so it's been quite the, And. Every time we do a new product or do a new project, I'm normally the one talking yeah. to people, um, or at least in the in the projects I'm involved in. Um, but it's a lot of travel. But I'm I'm also a, a face person. Like I like breathing me the too. same air as people. Me too. Me too. The phone is nice. I'm not an email communicator. But
1: me neither, dude. And
0: I I have
1: to say, I mean, it it can frustrate some people that I'm working with. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. No. It's, it's worth it for me to make someone feel slightly inconvenient yeah. so that I can get them on the phone because in the end they thank me yeah, <laughs> not to be course. a dick but yeah. it is true I mean we can get so much more done in one conversation in yes. real time then in emails. person or over the phone, then ten or more I emails.
0: I can't tell you how many times I'm reading an email. I and I have to, I have to pick up the phone and be like, I, I just I can't, I
1: can't yeah. express what I need to express, yeah. especially if you're talking about budgets and rates and you know the value of a producer, why you should pay them this amount. That's really tough to communicate over email. Yeah, I, I want to hear your voice, and you want to hear my voice.
0: Yeah, and then there's no like misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, exactly, 100. percent So. So what do you enjoy doing uh, other than the music industry world? And mm. you, you mentioned hockey.
0: Yeah. Hockey is my life. That's Besides, me, it's, it's my wife, uh, hockey and then, you know, everything else.
1: Yeah. So you're a violent gentleman fan. I would assume Yeah, 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 I like Yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah, that's cool. like very prominent down here it, to the is point it? where, I, oh yeah. I mean, this is where they're from is Anaheim. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the lift all the way to my hotel when I first came in here and there is a hockey store like a hockey gear store or whatever, yeah. and right on the window it said, Proud, uh, you know... Uh, seller of... Seller of violent gentlemen. Yeah. It was really cool to see. It's like, oh, shit, they really are... This is where they're from.
0: Yeah, and hockey has such a thick, thick culture, um, which is why I think people are obsessed with it. Um, it's something
1: that I I never really followed when I was young, but I I always say I'm a hockey fan waiting to happen, if yeah, that yeah, makes any course. sense at all, yeah. whatever that means. I just feel like it's something that I... I know I'd like, I just, you know, I grew up baseball, baseball is yeah. my, my sport, I'm obsessed with it.
0: Yeah. and I, um, Yeah. Hockey and then time with the wife. Um, but besides that, I don't have much time, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so you have to balance it and um, prioritize things, but it's no. good. I mean, the, the co- what has been Track and my quest with them has been, a ma- it's an amazing ride. And I, again, I can't emphasize enough how blessed I am to work for a company where it's the great, people man. are amazing um how many
1: pro- people are there in staff
0: right now we're around 30 maybe oh, that's a l- more than, a- than i thought a little more yeah there's four of us that work here in the states we have, in our chicago office and then we have a couple that work uh either in the uk or germany mm. and then we have uh hq is in umio sweden which is Do you about- have to go to europe often yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, not as much as is it again it comes in spurts some Depending on a product release, I might be there way more than. That's cool. I mean, we were we were there. I was in Sweden in October, um, and then I went from Sweden to France, and then I went from France back to Sweden, and then we went to Finland. Oh wow! To visit a friend. Dang. So that's quite a bit of the theater. land
1: of that hymn band. Remember him? H I M. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've always wanted to go to Finland.
0: The. Uh, they're still doing a thing,
1: I think. I think something like that. I used to work at a venue in in Portland called the Crystal Ballroom, and they played there a few times, and it was as though fucking Backstreet Boys was playing. I mean, the fans were just obsessed. To be fair, it was back in like the jackass era. Yeah, I was gonna say the CKY was the, thing yeah, was, I yeah. was, I think,
0: was what. Or uh yeah BAM's that he's really the one I think that brought them on uh, that 100%. one song the Hardogram on a skateboard yes yes yes, yes that exactly. he 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 brought that band up and I was that was but that time I loved all that stuff the yeah, me CKY's videos too. No, CKY
1: and, yeah. I mean the band CKY the movie CKY yeah, yeah. I always thought that was like the best marketing so for those that don't know BAM's brother Jesse Margera was the drummer in a band called CKY C- yep and then BAM who was a professional skater really young yep he Started to make these goof off documentary movies that like documented their. It was like
0: it started with it was Big YouTube Brother before YouTube, the Big Brother magazine, Big Brother magazine, yeah. right? And then it morphed to the CKY, Can't Kill Yourself. Yeah, so he
1: named these series of movies after the same name as his brother's band. So it it, it was confusing because I, I remember thinking, like, Wait, is that in relation to the band or, uh, or whatever? But it it blew the band up too because of that, yeah. and he'd play his brother's band's music in the movies. In
0: the movies, yeah, it was it was great,
1: super good marketing.
0: Yeah, and then that, that formed into Jackass, which we you know everybody knows and what that is. It. Yeah.
1: Oh man, uh, the the current state of Bam. Obviously, I don't know him, but sure hope him the best. It seems like it's a bit of a disaster now. Have you seen the most recent? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, he's on, he's on a you know a, a quest, and hopefully, he gets better. And yeah, he's
1: sick. He needs to get better. I mean, that's all that addiction stuff is. This country is very shitty and and judgmental about stuff like that. And it's it's important to remember that everybody know,
0: has their battles. Fuck everybody, yeah, dude.
1: Everyone. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I <laughs> mean, like to the point where you'd be surprised how many people suffer with addiction and alcoholism and whatever. It's very prevalent. Um, well, on a dark note, let's bring it back up. So uh, where can people find you? On Instagram? or?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Billy Terrell on Instagram. And Love it. Yeah, and then I'm uh, Bill Terrell on uh, Facebook, which I don't really use the Facebook anymore. Yeah, uh, more me about. neither. I'm, I'm be trying to... I, like, share to it via Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I should go to um, Facebook. You know, the, the Facebook thing to me is more for, like, family just to see what we're doing. You I, I can I, check out what my dad's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I am... Um, uh, Instagram would be the one, um, and even then, I'm trying to, to withdraw myself from social media. Just it's a time suck. It really is.
1: I know. When you look at the amount of hours per day, thing, it, it really starts to depress me.
0: Yeah. Plus, I, I I'm not a in, I'm not an in front of the camera person. I'm I'm more behind the scenes and in in, in everything. Yeah. Um. So I try to kind of stay away from that.
1: I, I kind of have that. to use Instagram, especially for yeah. the the management side of stuff. Uh, but I have no reason to use it as much as I do in my personal life. I'm just a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. That's it. I always say I shouldn't be allowed access to Instagram. I just make the stupidest, goofiest shit. What am I doing? Yeah. Such a waste of t- fucking time.
0: No, you have to do it, though. Ugh. Everybody does, and uh, uh, I understand it's it's where things happen now.
1: It is. definitely is. Well, hey, thanks for your time. Great. Thank you. Uh, everyone, go check out TuneTrack. Go check out what Bill's been doing. Um, yeah. He's check He's a super out. nice guy. Yep. All right, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, man.